Here's the thing that makes life so interesting. The theory of evolution claims only the strong shall survive. Maybe so. Maybe so. But the theory of competition says just because they're the strong doesn't mean they can't get their <laughs> kicked. That's right. See, what every long shot come from behind underdog will tell you is this. The other guy may in fact be the favorite. The odds may be stacked against you, fair enough. But what the odds don't know is this isn't a math test. This is a completely different kind of test. One where passion has a funny way of trumping logic. So before you step up to the starting line, before the whistle blows and the clock starts ticking, just remember out here, the results don't always add up. No matter what the stats may say, and the experts may think, and the commentators may have predicted, when the race is on, all bets are off. Don't be surprised if somebody decides to flip the script and take a pass on yelling uncle. And then suddenly, as the old saying goes, we got ourselves a game. Seven minutes past the hour, it is the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. The kickoff hour is live. I'm Speedy alongside Greg Burgess, Michael Helms, Eddie Van Adler. We're the crew that gets things going for the boys. That's why it's called the kickoff hour. We could do unscreened phone calls. You never know. A lot to discuss. Over to my right, it is Mr. Greg Burgess. Then there's Michael Helms. And then over there, just got TV covered, it is Eddie Van Adler. What's up, guys? How are y'all? Y'all good? Hey, hey. I had a weird, weird moment this morning. I, I got up, and I, I got out of the shower, and I started getting ready. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know. I just wasn't feeling good. I kind of told y'all something happened yesterday with a yeah, stomach we, we, had, we need to break that down because everybody's been in that situation. And, and so, I don't know. Okay. I just was kind of wore out for that and some things going on with the kids, and I was just kind of frustrated. And I told myself, I was like, okay, you got this day and tomorrow, and then you can sleep in. And then I got in the car and I thought, heck, it's Friday. Mm-hmm. And then I started rationalizing it. Is it Friday? Mm. Wait a minute. Yeah. I know it's Friday because Greg had to be up there. Gets her quick. The podcast it? was Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had no idea. I was completely, did not know what day it was. Mm. I, for 30 minutes, I was kind of in a fog. Yeah. But I'm glad it's Friday. It is. It is. Yeah, once you um, worked it out, you were yeah. I, I know that you were in a major handle towards the end of the show yesterday, but when this one was filling, f- feeding the weekend show yesterday afternoon, for those of you that do not know, the weekend show that you hear on, on all the Rick and Bubba stations and everything like that, it has to be sent to our syndicator or the, the provider that shoots it out and, and all the stations get it. And all. Yeah. I won't get to radio, but that, that's kind of yeah. what happens. Well, it has to be fed, and Greg does that. Yep. And uh, he had to do it on Thursday nights. He's moved it to the afternoon. But that has given me the opportunity to really mess with him. For about an hour or two of, of him feeding it, I kept going, hey, man, there's nothing fed. There, there's yeah, dead air. And, he, and he'd get to running around and, and do what? He'd, he'd he needed to leave and go home. <laughs> he'd freak out. There was one time that he was playing the pinball machine from Bumper Net, <laughs> and uh, he's over there just to play, and I was like, but why isn't there any audio playing? He just swung around. What? 
<laughs> just, that was my way. That was just. Are you going to be here every time? Like I might. <laughs> I might stick around just for that. Yeah. Um, if you miss a segment, you have to do the whole hour over. Yeah. That's why it's he reacts the way he does. Yeah. Not good. Um, let's let's uh, ch- uh, change gears here. We we have some news uh, that um, that hit la- last night. Uh, this here was published around eleven forty five p.m. Uh, Eastern time. That's ten forty five Central. Late last night that. Uh, the Alabama fan that we all remember, right, that uh, uh, was uh, famous, famous for, for poisoning the oak trees uh, uh, in Auburn at Toomer's Corner, the Toomer's Oaks in Auburn, uh, he has died at the age of 71 of natural causes. His, his son, Bear, uh, did confirm with AL.com. Uh, and, Bear. And, and, you know, Harvey Updike uh, – you, if you'll remember, good friend of the show, Paul Feinbaum, who we've had on Rick Bubba University's podcast a couple of weeks ago, he called and admitted that he had done the poisoning of the oaks at Toomer's Corner, and you got to hear it, Greg. Did you yeah. say you yeah, were I was listening. listening to it live when it happened. I remember, wow, this guy just admitted what he did, and it turned into a mess. Mm-hmm. He gave us a lot of material on when we did the sports show because mm-hmm. remember that he was going through the process of his hearing and all that mm-hmm. while we were doing the sports show and gave us a lot of a lot of. Material, that's when he supposedly got beat up by somebody in Auburn. Right. I think he made that up. Sure. He pleaded guilty to a felony charge of criminal damage in 2013 <clears throat> and spent time in jail. He was also required to pay $800,000 in restitution, but as of October, he had paid less than 7000 of that sum. Does his estate still on the hook for that, or does this end it? Uh, you know, I don't know. It doesn't say here. Uh, now, at the time, if you'll remember this, Updike's doctor said, he wasn't well enough to travel to Op- Opelika for court because he suffered from, and I give you the list, uh, severe coronary disease, congestive heart failure, diabetes, strokes, wow. and depression. He had a ton of ailments there, and uh, he has passed away, according to his son, Bear, who confirmed with AL.com last night. And when we did the sports show, the sports series, I, I don't know, for those of you around the country, we, us three goods, actually did a sports show local to the Birmingham market, and it was called the Sports Czars, and we had a Harvey Updike update. Do you remember this? Yeah, Listen to this. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it sounds on. like somebody clapping. <laughs> it does. It does. Hold on. It just slipped on me there. It's time for an Updike, Updike update with Dickie. Sports Radio 97.3, you The missed. Zone. You remember that? I do remember. Huh? And then we have. I remembered you said with Dickie. Yeah, because Dickie. because Dickie Nadmire would come on and he'd give us an Harvey Updike update. <laughs> like I said, he gave us tons of material uh-huh. because it was all you know the mm-hmm. aftermath of mm-hmm. all you know. He would file a suit. Well, spent a lot of time. He's on left that quite a legacy on this. <laughs> well, and and because of this, we got to know a little. We got to know him closer. The fact that he named his boy Bear. Remember, he named his daughter Crimson Tide. That's right. You know he he. Tells a story, and this is how I. Who would have thought he would have poisoned trees? I think he told his mom when he was like ten, after when he was watching the Bear Bryant show. <laughs> okay, and he even mentions that the Golden Flake commercial and the Coca Cola commercial. Oh, yeah. I mean, he really brings it home when he tells the story about how he wanted to name his son Bear. But that's when he said it when he was like ten. If I ever have a son, I'm going to name him Bear. And but he had a daughter first. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But you can't name a daughter Bear. Probably not. Right. So he named her Crimson Tide. And uh, that's real. That's bear. real, by the way. I'm not making this but up. She goes by Crimson. Yes, and then and the tide is spelled different. But then he had a boy, and he did name him Bear. Um, and then I got to reading some other things. Um, 
like the dogs. Both dogs had Bama names. Uh, oh, of course. Bama and Nicky after Nick Saban. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, he has four. He had forty six Alabama hats. Forty six. Yep. Now this was this. I'm just looking at some stuff on him. This was back in 2015. Okay. So no telling how many hats he yeah, has right. today. Yeah. There is a story that um, uh, they he found Alabama national championship T-shirts on sale mm-hmm. for like three dollars and forty one cents. He bought all 18 that were in stock. Well, I got to get them. What was his line? I just had too much Bama too in much me. Too much Bama in him. He couldn't help it. So. He uh, he How said, um, let's see here. He said <laughs> when he when he called into the um, the Fine Bomb show, he said, let me tell you what I did, Updike said. The weekend after the Iron Bowl, I went to Auburn because I lived 30 miles away, and I poisoned the two tumorous trees. I put Spike 80DF in them. Uh, they're not dead yet, but they're definitely they they will definitely die. Yeah, so I remember him making said. that statement. They're definitely going to die. Yeah, of course he um, used a fake name at that time, but it didn't take him long. He was at, wasn't it Al from Dadeville? Uh, something. I, I don't I think know. you're right. I, it, it was something like that. But of course, it didn't take him long to find him. No. But. Right. And what I mean, that mm-hmm. was just it, it dominated the news in the state for, right. for a while. A lot, yeah. And then and then the country. I mean, because and we got squalling. I mean, over you the know, trees the, and... so so this is college football for those of you in different states: Alabama, Auburn. You you know, <laughs> you think you know rivalries, and you but you don't. You think if but if you're familiar with Alabama Auburn's rivalry, then then you have an idea if you've lived it. But Harvey Updike, the Alabama fan convicted of poisoning. Famous trees at Auburn's Tumors Corner has now died at the age of 71. It says natural causes. Uh, you know, the first thing you think of, did, oh, did he have COVID or something like that? It doesn't say anything about that. It just says natural causes. Yeah, he had a lot of ailments. He begged his wife to, to name a third daughter, Alabama. And it says in here, so I wish I, w- I want to know, he, he had her swear that he would be buried in crimson colors. Oh, I'm sure. So I, I don't know if that'll happen or not. But, yeah. You what, Greg? They got plenty of hats to pick from. Right. They got 46, is that what you said? Something like yeah. that. Greg. Well, they got a lot of hats. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. past the hour the rick and bubba show's kickoff hour is on the air we thank you for being with us rick and bubba join us at the top of the hour if you missed the first segment and you're kind of just going for the day and you're like okay what's happening i kind of tune into tune into the kickoff hour to kind of see the breaking stories overnight what's happening well harvey updike alabama fan convicted of poisoning uh, the famous trees at Tumor's Corner in Auburn has died at the age of 71. It just says of natural causes, so it doesn't say anything about COVID Look, or anything like that. When but. you're 71, you have some natural causes going on. We all will. Yeah, well, They ran a long list of his. He, yeah, was, he, was, he was not very healthy. Uh, back in the day when he was supposed to appear in court, his doctor said he couldn't, and it's because he had conditions including uh, severe coronary disease, uh, congestive heart failure, diabetes, stroke, uh, wow. strokes, uh, depression, I mean, there was a list of, of things, and so he was obviously <clears throat> not doing well. But his son, uh, Bear, uh, did confirm uh, Thursday right. evening that he has passed away. And this has got a lot of reaction from uh, different folks. Uh, and everybody, uh, I know in the southeast for sure, but most everybody understands and knows the story. Uh, and I'm going to tell you right now, if this is if if this is right, it looks like Dickie Nadmeyer is calling. Oh, wait a minute. 
Is this Dicky? You're out of time. Oh, <laughs> hey, Dicky, you sound a little down. Oh, man. Little say- Dicky. Uh, well, COVID 19 skilled football, now skilled Harvey. Oh, oh you think you mm-hmm. think COVID had something to do with it? When are we going to put Nick Saban in charge of COVID? Uh, I, well, get I don't it know. Done. It'll get done. I'm How many more bad things is going to happen? Yeah, I, I don't know. 2020 is a tough one, isn't it, buddy? There's Alabama fans, and then, and then there's Harvey Updike. Yeah, I know. He, he was the pinnacle. He, he understood, Greg, unlike you all, Bees, he understood the importance of being a Tide fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a different level. Albies don't understand it. Right. And he and, definitely took it to a new level. Yeah. I'll give you that. And and a lot I of folks don't picture him with that with that elephant on his head. Yeah, right. We were just <laughs> showing that get, on I YouTube. Can't get past it. I, yeah, I can't I know. get past it. Well, Real a lot of people don't know this. Harvey, but, uh, you, a lot of people don't know this, but y'all were friends. They were friends. And uh I remember when he was banned from all sports at Alabama standing with him just on the outside looking in. Mm. Watching tears roll down his face at the Bear Bryant statue. Mm. He was uh, he 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 understood the rivalry. He yeah. did. Yeah. He, he wasn't going to let the Bear Bryant statue be shamed, mm. and he paid the price for it. But we all pay a price, and we stand up for things that are right. Mm-hmm. Road oh. tide. Wow, serious, Dicky. What's well, that, buddy? I know it's just taking low key. This, this is tough here, buddy. I'm sorry. Twenty twenty just won't let up. It won't. It won't. The skilled football season now. Skilled Harvey. I know. So, do you not think they'll play? I heard about the ten game SEC only. Yeah, the SEC announced yesterday ten, 10 games. Uh, but I was, look, I was looking so forward to beating the hell out of USC. Oh, good <laughs> night, Dicky. <Yeah. laughs> Gracious, a lot. We still so owe them one for Alabama Cunningham. <laughs> oh, you still making up for that? Mad. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, we beat them every time we play them except that time. Yeah, I know, buddy. Now was Phyllis close to Dick uh, to Harvey? Phyllis is uh, is inconsolable. Oh wow! Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Okay. Yeah. And my kids have tried to reach out to Baron. Died. Mm-hmm. The kids. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. It's it's just it's almost like you you have a hard time thinking about what is there now. Yeah. Uh, wow. What, what, what motivation do we all have now? Yeah. And I want the Tide to be able to play a season to win it for Harvey. Yeah. Real yeah. Well, I didn't think about that. Yeah, it's got to be tough knowing you're probably not going to have football on top of this. Well, it's unthinkable. Mm-hmm. It's unthinkable. Yeah. Somehow the Tide will still be crowned champion, but I don't know how. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Ever how they crown it, they'll be in the hunt. Is that what you're saying? Well, we're in the hunt, Greg, when we kick it off. I got it. Yeah. Real Tide. You don't understand that being an OB. Right. <laughs> Real Tide. Yeah. Well, one thing Boy. that should should give you peace is that he has, uh, I guess, from an article that Helmsy was looking at, he did request to be buried in all crimson. Well, all people do uh, uh, don't have any sense. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that's a given? That's a given. Uh, a true Tide fan will be buried in crimson mm-hmm. uh, with some sort of memorabilia. Sometimes it gets crowded because we win so many national championships, it's hard to cram them all in the casket. Oh, wow. But it acknowledge them all. Uh, Road time. Mm. Uh, Dickie, you brought up uh, the fact that Nick Saban probably should be handling the COVID pandemic. If we want to stop it, it's yeah. defeated in two weeks' time. <laughs> right. Minimum. But then right. What, what does that happen to your coaching situation? Well, he can do both. This is Saban. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. he, he could with one hand kill COVID <laughs> and with the other hand win another national champ. 
Yeah, he could do both. What are, we, what are we thinking? Yeah, that was a dumb question. I'm yeah, sorry. Was, what were you thinking? If I could just, I don't mean to be mean, but I'm hurt right now, but I don't mean to lash out. Yeah. <laughs> you, <Hamdy. laughs> right. That was, that was just stupid. Okay. All right, there it is. There it is. There it is. Yeah, no. Well, yeah, y'all don't understand the tide. You don't understand saving. And you and and if you're not if you're not just draped in crimson, you don't understand it. Mm. Can mm. I ask a personal question? Mm. We got our own thing. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. I, I know okay. he's upset. Um, let, let me ask a, a, a personal question, if you don't mind. We all have markers in life where, hey, I, I remember where I was when something happened. You know, yes, sir. Um, how were you told about uh, this? Um, this the snooze of Harvey Updike passing away of natural causes at seventy one. Were you informed last night or? Or, or how, how did it happen? Well, I was watching a highlight reel of all of the Bama champs. <laughs> you can get that, by the way, if you'll just Google it. Oh, okay. And so I was watching it on DVD, and uh, <laughs> I guess they don't have it on VHS anymore. So we were watching it on DVD, uh-huh. Phyllis and I. Right. Uh, we, were, we were right around the 92 championship. Mm. And oh, uh, we'd already come oh, through the seventies, you know, so we had a smile on our face. Right. And uh and and then somebody uh, I think it was Earl, if I remember, mm. um, he, he looked down at his phone and he said, I think Harvey's dead. Good mm. night. And the first thing he, he said when he first said that, I thought that meant that Harvey had been arrested again. I didn't know what he did he meant literally dead. Mm. And uh, and I thought, well, COVID nineteen's done took out something else important to us all. Right, right. Wow. It just won't let up. I I know, but does it help? I mean, I said that, that killed him. No, well, it says no, natural no. causes. Uh, well, that just means COVID nineteen. Oh, is that what it means? Uh, okay, what thank you, Doctor Fast. Right, right. I mean, uh, that's what Fauci said. Mm. Mm-hmm. Some people call him Doctor Falsy. Because right. you get so many things wrong. Right. Faulty. Okay. I see. Oh, yeah. I okay. Got good. it. Got it. Well, but buddy, I, uh, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I know this is going to be a tough day for you, man. You know, it's. Do y'all know anyone, any artist that could do a mural for the RV for us? Uh, I'm sure our audience does. Our oh, audience yeah. can, can yeah, yeah. Maybe we could, we could get one of them fathead things if it holds. Daniel yeah. Moore may paint yeah. a portrait. Right. I'm not sure. All right, Dickie, we get Daniel Moore's on. It's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be called, don't you? What? The poison. Oh wow! Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, there is no other. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, we're rolling back 25 minutes until top of the hour. We thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Gabby.com slash Bubba. Uh, you know, when it comes to insurance, uh, your car, your homeowner's insurance, uh, do you know if you've got a great deal? Uh, I mean, a lot of us just have it and trust what we've got. That it's a good price and it's a good deal. But we, do you really know? Have you ever really broke down and investigated it? Well, uh, that's where Gabby.com can come in because – they can get you a lower rate for the exact same coverage you already have. Uh, what they do is they um, compare your rate to about 40 of the top insurance providers. Uh, now, you get the same coverage, so nothing changes. It's just the rate. 
uh, and they just basically shop that out and see what they come back with, and it might be that you have a great deal, or it could be that you come, they come back and go, hey, we have found uh, these many providers, and you got a much better rate but the same coverage. So give them a try. Gabby.com, that's G-A-B-I.com slash Bubba. Uh, they save about $825 per year on average with their customers. So they could do that for you if you give them a call uh, and, uh, and or go, go to their website and check it out. Uh, they might could do for you what they've done for others. When it comes to car or homeowner's insurance, <clears throat> take about two minutes and see what you can save. Gabby.com slash Bubba, Gabby.com slash Bubba, or RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. You know, sticking with college uh, football, and and we've kind of mentioned it, uh, but there, there's just a couple of stories out today. Saw so where the NCAA, uh, and I know high school has done this, the sideline area for college football teams, uh, it used to, uh, it's been extended uh, uh, by 20 yards this season, uh, and so now they're going to have more room on the sideline to where they're not confined to, you know, being Spread inside uh, certain yard markers. That's always bothered me anyway. Yeah, so... <laughs> So now you can, yeah. you can no, kind of spread out a little bit. It, it always made sense to me because you got all these guys having to get everybody back and all this. Hey, let's spread them out. Spread you got plenty out. of room. room. Yeah. Ain't hurt nothing. Uh, I saw where the NCAA also is going to allow uniform patches for social justice causes. Thank goodness. Be worn by the players. The NCAA's playing rules oversight panel announced yesterday. Uh, there's been some current rules that you know you can't do this, you can't do that. Well, they're going. Uh, to allow uh, student athletes to wear patches on their uniforms for uh, commemorative and memorial purposes, as well as support for social justice issues. Uh, also, the, how about taking all? Did you say this where they can replace their last name? Uh, yeah, we, I didn't say that, but that's they can also. Of. This see, this is where this is this is. I, I can't believe this is even a story. I can't believe uh, that I, they've done this, okay. made this decision. Players can also replace their last names on the backs of the jerseys to honor a cause they support. Yeah. Okay. So does that, does that mean somebody can put they if somebody supports Jesus, can they put that on their no instead? Probably not. Absolutely not. So I'm this sure. is where sure we we've, we've brought up things like this in the past. I can't believe the NCAA gave into this crap. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Um, I'm they sure get, I'm, they, they get all blown out of proportion about Bible verses on your eye black and stuff, mm-hmm. but now yeah. we're gonna hey, well, whatever. I think again, whatever. I, I, I this is this amazes me that the NCAA has jumped into this. Yeah, it's it true. really is. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, They've gone this far with it. Wow. Uh, so um, yeah, I'm sitting here looking at a lot of that. Good gracious. Uh, all right, so the other is um, the SEC. Uh, I know the ACC this week announced some things. The SEC yesterday announced that they uh, will play a 10-game conference-only football schedule for 2020 uh, and are going to delay the start to September the 26th. Um, They also announced that um, December 19th is the SEC title game schedule, uh, and then two weeks weeks later than planned, that will be in Atlanta. Uh, the schedule includes one open date for each school in the middle of the season, as well as an open date on December the 12th for all teams. Uh, and um, they've got, of course, they say there's maximum flexibility. It's a fluid situation. But uh, to put something on paper, uh, they say we will start uh, September the 26th and we'll have a 10-game conference-only football schedule for the SEC teams. And, you know, there's been a number of others that are out there that, Big Ten, Pac-12, ACC, 
they've all joined uh, saying that it's going to be a conference only. Uh, the Big Ten and the Big 12 previously said they would also play a conference-only schedule. The Pac-12 is expected to announce details of its plan on Friday, which is today. So let me ask you this. So you've got, you got five major conferences mm-hmm. and four that go to the playoff. So if, if we were to have football and we were to play these conference-only games and we get down to a, a playoff with four teams – this will be a year where they'll take every conference champion and somebody will be left out. I mean, is that probably how they would do it? I mean, to me, I don't, I don't see how you could do it any other way because yeah. there's no that you can't compare non-conference matchups with other teams and other conferences. So you're that you're limited to what you can do, which I'm fine with that. I'm just mm-hmm. I'm asking, is that what you think they would do? There's no way that two SEC teams or a a team that you know, yeah. I I just don't see. I I think you're gonna have four conference champions and a and somebody be left out. Yeah, probably. It'll probably be the Big Twelve. They're always left out. Yeah, yeah. they're so, not. Oklahoma <laughs> just they probably should be the way Oklahoma's yeah. acted the last few years. Uh, yeah, when they get there, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, that, that, probably. I think this is the year 2020 is so crazy. Uh, I don't I don't really doubt anything really right now. You, you but just I hear guess this would be the year because. You don't branch out any, and you don't have the out of conference, you know, games where you can put that on on somebody's schedule and go, yeah, but look who they've played and they haven't. Uh, I to guess, me, that would have to be a requirement yeah. this year to make it yeah. is win your conference, yeah. and that's not always the case. Is no, this not a requirement not. to win the conference? But I feel like you'd have to this year. Yeah, and and I don't know how stacked each conference is if. You know, you always hear, well, this conference week and blah, blah, blah. But it's hard to put that, compare that when you're not playing outside the conference. But some of the out of, out of the conference are against mid-majors and stuff. You have some bigger games, you know, to start the season and yeah. everything. But um, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting. But this would be the year to go conference-only champions. But I don't know how to play it out. I was going to say, of course, we're not. We're just talking about something that's not actually yeah, going to happen. We're getting, never going to get to that. Well, I, I'm, I'm trying to be um, – Optimistic. You know, optimistic, but but yet not be silly in my hope. But um, you know, uh, hopefully they won't, you know, uh, buckle to to the media and and the hype yeah. because we we all know sitting here, right? Because we all got common sense. We all know the numbers from. Uh, now again, and this is what's so frustrating is that you don't know what to believe. You know, COVID's serious. Okay, I'm not saying it's not. So don't take that out of this. But you don't know what to believe and the numbers and the cases and all that. You don't know what to believe. But I can tell you this, they're only going to get worse. The media is not going to say things are getting better. Yeah. So you just hope that, they, that these schools don't buckle come late September and go, well, now look how bad it is, so we're just not going to do anything. Well, you hope that they stick to their to guns. A little of that. When yeah. talking about – well, the good news is we have professional sports actually playing and pulling it off, and so that helps the cause of moving forward with football. And a lot of people do think um, that cover this stuff. Now, I'm not – I'm just simply passing this on. I don't know. It makes sense. But they say that basketball, because it's in a bubble – has it figured out, and they will have no issues. That is a best-case scenario for sports. Mm-hmm. Baseball can't do that, can't pull it off. And the fact that you're talking about um, the travel, the time off, the things that they, they're in different cities and doing different things. and um, Yes, the game itself 
is good for not passing on COVID, but their extracurriculars and the things that they do outside not being in a bubble, they're the ones that are going to have the biggest problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they say football, NFL, is kind of caught somewhere in between because they can't do a bubble, but yet they're, they're because they don't play as many games and they don't have yeah. to be in as many sites, they're not n- near as bad as baseball. But college and and the college the college sports is different though. I think you got a good chance of pulling it off because we see we saw why we we know now it's it's coming out why the um, Marlins had so many players get tested positive. They went out on the town yeah. and brought it back. Well, the college kids, I, I so they're not going to leave their dorm rooms. They're not going to go to the bars and party and clubs. I think I think well. So it's going to be tough. I, I, I to think keep you've got a little bit more control over them than a grown man. Do you? Yeah, I do. I do. I think the coaches can can lock things down. Now that don't mean they can't sneak out, uh, but I don't think yeah, it's I don't gonna, think they'll make it easy. For I don't them, think it'll make but, it. I, I think it'll be harder for them to do that. I mean, because they're and they don't college. have the finances either that the no, that these other players right, do. Right. But but you know that's that is a that is a great question. Uh, you know, but what's so weird is in the news right now. Maybe I'm just missing it. But you, I mean, because these these teams are practicing. They're all out there practicing. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. hear major cases of. Of of but COVID Rutgers, breaking, Rutgers shut down. Yeah, day. yeah, they did. That, that's one. I, that's I, a, I but, don't worry I mean, overall. But see, I don't how many are out there. Yeah, practicing. see, yeah. but I don't and worry about that. Right. That's not what I'm talking about. But once no. campus opens and all that, then exactly. I know they'll yeah. have more people coming in. But hopefully, you know, again, I'm I'm trying not to be just naive and and just get my hopes up too much. But I'm I'm optimistic that maybe something get, can pull off. But they're going to have to stick to their guns and not. You know, yeah, they're going to no. change what they do things, and, yeah. have to, and they're going to have to be responsible. I mean, yeah. The kids are going to have to be hey. – like I say, you can only do so much. They have to also do it themselves. Yeah. Have y'all seen 18, 20-year-olds I these know. Days? I'm not confident. Yeah, I got one. It doesn't matter what coaches do. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, but uh, I they're mean – invincible, too. You're going yep. to have those that sneak out. You're going to have those that do things that you know they shouldn't do. Um, but I, I think that they – because of college football and, and having a little bit more – restrictions and i guess uh say so on what the players do they're not you know grown men making millions of dollars and can run around town however they want and you know don't listen to a coach i, I think the coaches can make it harder on them to to get out and yeah, hopefully they, that'll help I, I don't you know i think I they know. try to make it pretty hard on them not to get out yeah. <laughs> pre-covid yeah, yeah i know true. it's yeah. not like a brand yeah. new i mean yeah. you, you got your bad guys that are gonna sneak out yeah. and you got the people you got the kids that are like, I mean, I want to play, so I'm not going to do anything, you know. So it's going to be tough. It'll be tough for sure. 866-WE-BE-BIG, 13 minutes until top of the hour. You're listening to the kickoff hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Oh, good morning, Mr. Allen. I, I hope you're not too mad at me. I was running a little bit late this morning, and I was hoping you wouldn't be too mad with me. 
seven minutes until top of the hour. It is the kickoff hour. We're setting things up for the boys. The main show starts at top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, unscreened phone calls, that could happen. We got some coming in right now at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Our intern uh, program right now is, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, we've just kind of put it on halt because of the, uh, the increase in COVID numbers. Uh, you know, we had six interns coming from all over the place, and so we're like, let's just let's just go core here and make sure uh, we're doing what we can so the show doesn't get shut down. So uh, that's the that's why we're doing unscreened phone calls. Uh, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Let's jump out to 601. 601 is calling in. What's up, 601? Wow, what a wheel. <laughs> What's happening? Hey, Speedy. Yo. Hey, Speedy, my wife. My, my speed, uh, look, my Speedy. My wife is planning on buying uh, smaller bed sheets. What thread count do you recommend? I'm sorry. You, 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 what thread count do you recommend on bed sheets? Oh. Since you're the home decor guy. Oh, wow. That's where he's going with that. Oh, I get wow. it. Wow. Wow. You know, uh, my pillow, they, they sell bed sheets too. Geezers. Go with the geezers. Go with the geezer. Go with it. He wants to know the thread count. I, I don't know. know. I, I know. know. It's pretty high. I don't know. I, don't know what I have means. no idea. Somebody called, somebody called yesterday and said the reason that the wheel kept landing on flowers is because the home decor guy was spinning it. That's funny. Which That's I thought good that was stuff. a good one. That's of course, good I was stuff. having a stomach attack and didn't tell you. But, yeah. It's good um, stuff right there, my friend. <laughs> uh, let's go to 256. 256, what's up? Hey, guys, it's Terry. How y'all doing? Hey, hey Terry. Hey, Terry. Hey, Terry. My name's Terry. Well, that's Terry Dactyl. <laughs> hey, guys, uh, uh, Elvis, he was talking about it. What about the bowl eligibility now with the 10 games? I mean, is it going to be – could a 5-5 five and five team go to a bowl? And secondly, didn't you guys have a intern named Updike at one time? Uh, we did. Didn't Thank we? you, Terry. Porgy, Porgy Updike? I think so. Andrew? Uh-huh. So. Didn't we change it? We started out as something and changed it to Porgy oh, Updike. Gosh, we can't remember anything. I, I We've had a lot of interns. Um, I will say I will say this about sports in general. Um, mm. To Terry's point, I think this is a wonderful time to purge all this stuff that makes zero sense, like fifty-eight bowl games. There's no sense in it. Yeah, this is a perfect a time to sit instead of sitting down and giving in to the to social justice reviews and allowing players to put things on their jerseys. Let's talk about purging these twenty-five bowl games that nobody gives a crap about. So they're let's going do down. That. They're going down to ten from what? Well, how many has it been? Twelve? Uh, how many games? games? In the yeah, uh, tw- th- 13, 14? Yeah, I can't remember. It how depends many? on. I think it's thirteen. Twenty-six. I made that. Uh, so, I mean, maybe they might knock it down. To, I, they, I haven't heard that, uh, bowl eligibility wins. Yeah. I haven't heard that. I think you keep it the same, but you eliminate the bowl game. See, that, you we, know, and we're, we're, thinking, we're not thinking right on this. We, we need to say, let's not change the record. Let's say you got to win this amount, and hey, you know what? We may have 10 bowl games. That's it. Well, uh, to your point, I, I, I'm sure that, that that will come down the line. Uh, you think that if they just are doing 10 conference-only games for the Power Fives, that they're going to let them have all these bowl games and hop around the country? No. I don't think so. No. Not at and all. That, and that's the thing. Is, uh, it, it'll right. be very – it'll right. be Yeah. Last year we had 40 bowl games. Right. Mm. I was exaggerating my number, but I wasn't that far off. No. Let's uh, let's jump to 251. What's up, 251? Hey, what's going on this morning, man? No, we're good. Just trying to keep Greg, you know. He's kind of – Why not? He's had a couple cup of coffee, you know. So, but he's good. Oh, yeah. Hey, I got a weird one uh, the other day on YouTube. I got sent uh, something from Robert Kennedy Jr. espousing the dangers of the COVID-19 future vaccination program. Uh, he's already a anti-vaccination person, mm-hmm. but it was very odd to uh, to hear his commentary 
because it just was so out of the box. And uh, of course, I invite you to to view that. All right. I heard the other day on another show someone talking about that he is a big push on this. He's a big anti-vaccination person anyway, hmm. and he's really hammering about the new one. So. Hmm. Let's jump out. I like to, that last caller's voice. Yeah, I, I, I do too. I couldn't voice. tell if he was, was Mike Rowe from it. Yeah. Just a second. I kind of want to be our liner guy. Uh, I couldn't tell if he was just trying not to wake up somebody or. Nice and I had a little of that. Yeah. Hey, guys. Yeah. Um, let's go to 205. 205, what's up? Good morning, guys. How's it going? Oh, we're good. Right out here in Houston, Texas. Houston. Houston. Uh, Houston. I like this guy's you, attitude. Mm-hmm. Fired up. Are you fired up for Sunday, Helmsy? Come on now. You got to. You, 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 you must face guy. Are you fired up for Sunday? He doesn't know what it is. What is it? Jesus is Lord. What? Oh, come on. What? I'm... All right, now, Demo 2 launched. We sent astronauts up to the space station. Oh, yeah. It's only half the job. They're coming back on Sunday, man. Woo! Didn't know that. Oh. Coming back. Did not know that. Now, you're... Thank you, buddy. Uh, he's in Houston. I want to know if he's actually on site. Just Houston, we have in a Houston? problem. Yeah, I mean, he's fired no, up. I'm about working with NASA. That's you what, do. See? Oh, no, thank it. you. Well, no wonder you knew. See? Oh, wow. Don't make fun of me. Well, I knew what he was take, doing. Take a sip. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. He was excited. He was. I like his attitude yeah, today. I Optimistic. I think you hurt his feelings because you're not. Uh, 601, what's up? Hey, somebody told me you uptight blood poison. Where are you? Okay. Maybe the dumbest call we've got all week. I don't even know what that was. I hope that guy has the stomach attack I had yesterday. (laughs) Yeah, and and boy, did you. So you had had you one, huh? And we've all been there. It's a rough ride. When you're stuck somewhere and you can't Ventured out with something else to eat yesterday, different. And it, gosh, guys, I was in a handle. I had to put, we were doing, it was right in the middle of Willow Meat, okay? And I had to put people on hold and rush to the restroom. Come back, keep <laughs> keep keep doing the will of me, me, me. Run, and run back. <laughs> then I had to after the show because for some reason we decided to do it at nine forty five. We even said that too. We said, "Hey, look, do it whenever. Just don't do it that last segment because that can be a handle for the post show." And it was, and and it, of course it was, but didn't know it was going to be that big a handle because I was having to run <laughs> back and forth added, to the bathroom. That was an added difficulty. To <laughs> Maddie was in my office wondering why Daddy's running back and forth so quick. <laughs> what, hey, it was Daddy, rough. what's wrong? You know something's wrong with your kid. It's been back. it's been at least ten years since I've had that happen. <laughs> oh, it was, it was rough. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Six minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. We got a brand new hour that is happening right now. And uh, we'll start this as we have since the attack on America. Back on 9-11, we start with the national anthem.
half minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show, and here we go. Yeah, I know. We'll look around this wacky world and try to update you as best we can as we end. We'll take July and put her up as we try to work through this bizarro year that we all will remember as the year of no clarity. 2020. Good night. Turn loose. Hey. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler have already given you a kickoff hour, and Team Rick and Bubba is all here now. Welcome to the jungle. We got fun and games. We will guide you through it. Let's get the whole team on the field. I'll be Rick, and across the way, there he sits. The other half of the two sexiest fat men alive. Most of you probably know him best as a silver tongue one. The man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and a master at a king's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussy! How about you, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere. Welcome. Blackberry smoke. I bet you. Song sounds a lot different in 2020, doesn't it? Oh, it does. Waiting on the thunder, baby. Waiting on it. It really, really does. Got a lot to cover today, Rick. We got a hurricane in play out there. We've got got, uh, all kind of issues with voting going on. How do do you say that name? I'm 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 waiting on Span to tell us. I I saw Span trying to on Twitter trying to tell us how to say it, but I couldn't find. I hope it fizzles out so we don't have to keep saying it. You know, because we have to keep saying. I mean, it's a tough one. Yeah, I don't even know where to start. I S A I A S. Right? What are we doing? It's a. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Anyone? Anyone I, help I us have, out? I have no idea. I've, I've heard. Got, them, uh, I've heard them say it. Isaiah. Isaiah? No, it's something, Isaiah? it's something a lot weirder yeah. than that. I've heard Wait him say a minute. it. Hang I'm, on. I'm going to look. It's I'm really weird. I've, hang heard, on. I've heard it, and I was like, wow. I know Span will tell us, but I saw him trying to tell people. I, I did, it. too, but it's been a few days, and, and there's so much out there. It's a tough there. one. I mean, everybody's giving Span. It looks like Isaiah. Everybody's giving no, Span a, a, lot more a sunset picture. I can't even hardly find it. I know. It's so far down, Rick. I know. Because he, he gets so many sunset pictures. It, 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 <laughs> <and> he, <laughs> yeah. The new sunset yeah. pictures. Yeah, yeah I, always check, I always check Instagram until I hit the sunset pictures. Now I know it's Guys, time to go. so many sunset pictures. Now, they're, they're ceasing to be enjoyable now. <laughs> there's, there's too many of them. Wow. Uh, I'm only five hours from here, and it's just. I'm, I'm trying to say. He was trying say, to tell everybody how to say it. I'm, I'm looking, but again, Span, there's no picture he won't retweet. Uh, we, we have some other things while you're looking for that. Unsealed documents in the GMAX case. Bill Clinton's name already out. Already out as that's coming out today. And some really Esaias. bad Esaias. No, I think it's worse than that. 
I think you're right, though. I think that's Esaias. No, I heard it the other Greg, day. Greg, I'm, I'm just telling you, that's what I Philip Rumor said. <laughs> uh, that's who just texted me. And I he knows. That's Joe Rumor's boy. He knows. I think it's worse. Huh? Wait, Greg, I'm just I heard t- somebody saying it. It didn't even resemble. Okay, so I guess Philip Rumor didn't know he's talking no, about. No, he maybe, may be right. I mean, maybe the, maybe the guy heard somebody saying, saying it wrong. So you just pushed him. Greg, I'd like you to learn Philip Rumor is doubling down, saying, Greg, that's it. How did you hear him? Did you hear him say it? He spelled it out. Well, spelling it out ain't saying it. Greg, mm, how that's... hard is E? I heard now, this person I heard must may have been wrong. Esaias. What? E Sias? E E I O. Enius. I'm telling you, I said Greg, I heard somebody say it. It was really. I heard NCAA's going to allow it on the back of a jersey. Listen, I think he may be dead wrong, but he's using one of your. I said, "Are you sure?" He said, "If I tell you a chicken can pull a freight train, hook him up." I think he's wrong. By the way, I do too. You better get that chicken start hooking him up. James Spann doesn't agree with him. E E S is East. I heard it said. I heard it said on the news. Eos. E I E S. James. And on this farm we had a wind. E I E I O. And it's definitely got above 80 and it was a hurricane. E I E I O. I built a house by the water and I'm shocked it's going to be destroyed again. E I E I O. Hey, Bahamas, here it comes once again. E I E I O. <laughs> oh gracious alive <laughs> find somebody doing a weather report on hey, I, I, I don't care oh, why don't we know that's really weird i'm talking about yeah. if we're going to talk so about you're it, saying yeah. i think we got to get to the bottom of normal. it i'm calling it his size i heard him say good it. enough for rumor good enough for and now the, whoever said it may be wrong but I i'm heard gonna call it his size yeah. and i'm gonna eat a goo <laughs> cluster and go to catfish cabin <laughs> catfish king that was it say that again add what you say the capital E, does that mean that's enunciated so it's like Isaias? Isaias. 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 Or something Isaias. Like that. I think it means Spanish for run. Isaias. It's Isaias. 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 The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't stop. 20 minutes past the hour. Isaias. Without him, brother. Isaias. We got it now. All right, so I, I, I kind of look forward to thrilling span with the fact that we know how to say it. Do you think that's really how you say it? Isaias. 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 The hurricane's name is Isaias. That's you perfect. Got, you got, you got, you got perfect. to You can't do that. That's you have perfect. To get, you have to get into Speedy Gonzalez to be able to yeah, say it. Yeah, you do. That's right. only, listen, la-diva, listen la-diva. when we were in Spanish class, this is no joke. If I tried to seriously say it, I couldn't do it. If I did it comedy, I could roll my R's of all day. Of course, long. yeah, yeah. It's, Isn't just, that weird? it's just like this, Speedy. Like yes, we, yes. Like we've laughed before, Speedy. So what if I sit over here and said, "Yeah, I had a good time on my mission trip to Nicaragua," or if I said, "Yeah, you know, we went to Nicaragua." Yeah, you see how? See how? Mm-hmm. Better Greg, what did you is? say that translates? That's how you're supposed to say it, Speedy. He's Hall- 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 at- <laughs> <laughs> what, what is Hall- <laughs> <laughs> Isaias. Isaias. Nicaragua. <clears throat> you see, that some things you say Easy in the proper there. way. I, I mean, I just call it Nicaragua. Rick. Oh, wow. Okay. That's what he said. Right, what if Gary said Isaias? Hey, there's a hurricane coming to called E. 
Eeyore, Eeyas, <laughs> It's down here, Lake Mitchell. It's gonna, I mean, it's gonna be beautiful. I, I mean, I hate it for the Bahamas. Yeah. I hate it for the Bahamas. You know, the Bahamas got hit before, and you know they've got a travel ban right now against mm-hmm. U.S. citizens. No, I'm gonna scratch my leg. They do. <laughs> So what if they need to come down there and put them power lines <laughs> back on? I brought, I brought you a thumb. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And that's what I We're get. buddies. Right out of the gate. Look at me. We're 621, buddies. 621, scratch your leg. Well, what I'm saying is we have take a sip. We have, we've never had scratch Right, leg. right. But, Rick, Rick, look, he was he was talking. He's I like, did, I, I tell you what. Well, it would be different if he was up here going, you know. I know. Well, that would be different. It looked like, kind of like, I'll tell you what. Yeah, I, know. I know. Look, I, it's punchy in here today. He is. It's so punchy in here, and I'm loving it. Oh, I love punchy. I just can't take anymore. Can you? I love Can y'all take I, I, I'm, I mean, I sense it with everybody. They're just so done with all oh, this. Yeah. They, can't, they can't stand it. And mm-hmm. all we get is, hey, this is, hey, it's going to get bad. This is it. This oh, is real out here. You ain't oh, seen nothing yet. Well, and we're going to have seen? everybody go back to school and we're going to have a spike. You know, we are. Well, I mean, that's part the media is going to make sure of that, even if we don't have one. But have y'all seen where they announced there's six different types of COVID 19? Yeah, we've got, a, we've got a study out by some, uh, some British scientists that said there's six different versions of it. And that may explain a lot why different people are having different Guys, responses. I, I stopped. I started, one. I tried to look to see if y'all were on all the emails I was on yesterday because we asked for COVID people to let us know. Yeah, that Isaias. <laughs> How about this? It ranges to your point you just made. It ranges so. I mean, we have in one family you can have somebody on the ventilator and another person still planting on the tractor, mm-hmm. yeah. and they all yeah. live in the same house and both were and all were positive for COVID. Yep. And some of them it affected their life none. Some of it affected their life really bad. Yeah. Some it affected their life somewhere in between. Well, and, it, it and, all, and nobody knows if any of the treatments have anything to do with their people. Just different people working through it different yeah, ways. You, Rick, you work here, it, here's yeah. the thing too. We we've talked about the fact that we're carbon units, and you know we can do some amazing things. Our body is designed, but the, here's the thing: we're not a static as far as our immune system. I mean, it varies from all during the day because it's a chemical reaction going on in our body. So there's going to be days you have a high defense. There's going to be days you have a lower defense. Even if you're doing everything right, you exercise, you sleep, you eat good. Anything you don't do helps to knock it down, obviously. But it's a constantly moving target. So you don't know at the exact moment you come in contact with it, are you at high defense or or low defense? Mm -hmm. I mean, you just don't know. You don't know. Yes, yes. And now they're saying you don't know which version of it you no, got. No, you don't know. Mm. And, and, you know, we know people – we were talking earlier with uh, Dr. Jody about it seems like there were some people who got a higher dose of it than others. You know what yeah. I mean? So some of that may play into all that, what version well, it, you got. It's so confusing. Where your immune system was at that particular moment that it got in you. And, and I don't mean this to be a smart act because, you know, that's not my nature. It's no. a, yes. To be a smart act. But so, somebody emailed, they said, how come y'all not having Dr. Jody on anymore since we have Spike? And I said, because I can tell you exactly what Dr. Jody's going to say because nothing's really changed. Here's what she's going to say. She's going to say, wash your hands. She's going to say, wear a mask. And then she's going to say uh, hydroxychloroquine. We have no proof that it works. Uh, the one we developed, we think is helpful. Uh, and she's going to say try to stay at, try to stay out of big crowds. And then she's going to say which is all good advice. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and try to protect protect the people that are vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Okay, well I don't need Doctor Jody to tell me that. I know that. Yeah, because that's, that's that's where we're at. That's where we are. Mm-hmm. There's there's nothing else. What, what's anybody going to add? What, what, unless, yeah, what, unless, unless the vaccine's ready. 
Yeah. Uh, and, and they have a treatment that all the different doctors apparently can't agree on anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and she's a busy doctor, so we're not going to bother until there's true. something no, that she needs to be on Yeah, that's not a dig at Dr. Jody. I mean, they don't. They don't. They don't have any new information. Mm-mm. Hey, let's check in with Dr. Jody. Guys, try to wash your hands. I yeah. think the masks are helping. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we don't need to get in large gatherings unless, of course, it's a protest. Uh, and, and then um, you know, and and, and this, and then uh, resdesimir. Resdesimir. might can help your symptoms be less severe. We see some results there. Hydroxychloroquine is unproven. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have we don't have enough tests for that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, hey, the nebulizers they they might help some. I guess anything that would help with uh, inflammation in your lungs, I guess, could be helpful. Uh, the vaccine is coming. We'll try to get it by the by the end of the year, or the first of next year, and uh, and try to protect people that are at high risk. Mm-hmm. What what, what I mean, I don't I don't need anybody. I mean, unless there's something new. Mm-hmm. Why, you know why? what it is new? Yeah. Isaiah. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Isaiah. Uh, check check your you know uh, you know if you got a fever, let everybody know. Yep. Asymptomatic, somewhat symptomatic, really really sick, somewhere in between. Uh, m- medical journal. And Rick, uh, we you still you, you can I just, mean, it's just you a bunch, medical journal. In it's it? just Rick a bunch did. of you can't follow Rick, any of it. Rick, right. none of the doctors agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I, I've I've taken it to I'm just going to talk to doctors, and I've I've got two I trust, and both of them are telling. Well, me that was different. yesterday. Yeah, they're different. But I don't know who the other one was, but I trust you. The two doctors that Bubba and I, he knows one of them, you know, uh, better than I do, mm-hmm. I guess, and the other one we know equally, and I would trust what either one of them said, and they said two different things. Yeah. So uh, here's the thing: we don't know. We don't, we don't know. know. I, I go to show you stuff in there. And if you're if you're in the medical field, you hate to say we don't know because that you know that's that's a defeated attitude kind of. But we don't really know because well, if we really knew, we could we could take action on it. It's all over the road. Well, I, I had a pastor tell me at the very early stages of, of my of, of me trying to you know be discipled, and I remember him saying this. And I think doctors need to learn this too because I know some doctors have a God complex. And that is, he, he said this, he said, look, God is so, we're, we're grasping God as, as much as he can allow our finite minds to grasp him. He's trying to get himself down to a level that we can understand all we need to know. That's tough. He said, but when studying scripture and studying God, it is okay for you to say to a question, I don't know. I don't get it. I, I, can't, you know, I can't grasp it. Right. Mm-hmm. And, I, and he, said, he said, because sometimes there going, there's some things that people may ask that, God has not revealed to us, or we can't understand it. But as I've been told many times, and this is for my life, more than enough. Just concentrate on the things you do understand. Yeah. Because let me tell you something, they'll fill up all the time you got. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> you know, you, you rarely ever find time. Today I think I'll just sit here and think about the things about God I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Now when I apply all the things I do understand, I've pretty much got all I'm, – I'm covered up. But uh, but it's okay to say to the, the medical field Rick, to come here, out and go, COVID-19, we kind of understand it. Look, here's one thing I understand just as having the, the, the you know professor of a university that hands out common sense diplomas. You know why I'm okay with them saying they don't know? They told us we've never seen this virus That's before. Right. That's the thing. Okay. we got to work right. through it. Well, you don't know yet. Listen, at some point in time, we'll have a handle on it, but we ain't there yet. They it know more than they better. did, but they're still, yeah. they don't know. And, and Rick, on the God thing, I'll tell you this. this and I think this is the attitude that, that I take about it. I have eight pounds of gray matter sitting on top of my head, maybe eight and a half in my case. There's some extra <laughs> room up there for sure. But if I if I can fully understand everything about God with my mind, then he ain't much of a God. Right. You know? No doubt. I, I, can, I can understand what he's telling me and showing me and 
understand that it's just too big for me to, to understand right. at this point. Right. And I hope at some sometime I'll have a better understanding. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like Adrian Rogers said about the Trinity. They said, if you ever try to truly comprehend the Trinity, you may lose your mind, but if you reject it, you're going to lose your salvation. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to go with it. <laughs> Bottom of the hour, we'll be back. More of the Rick and Bubba show continues uh, after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Sometimes you have to ask yourself, why am I listening to this? Rick and Bubba. It is now 35 minutes past the hour. emails quite a bit about Relief Factor. I just had my first dose. By the way, found out at home, luckily I had some up here at the office, uh, that were out. And and we usually, our, ours is set up to come in, and I don't know why we is The mail struggle. I've noticed you're having a hard time sometimes getting things shipped to your house. Like, things are taking a lot longer than they used to. But uh, anyway, so hopefully ours will be here any day. I'll have to check and see. Maybe our order ran out or something. But uh, I do have it here at the office, so I'm good. I have a backup. Uh, how about this? Uh, we have a emailer, Bubba. This is Nancy out of the great state of Texas. She says, I'm in love with the relief factor. Uh, thanks for turning me on to it. Now I can do more after uh, teaching riding lessons and taking care of my five horses daily. I used to be so tired. I uh, couldn't even move. Now, thanks to you, my new best friend, Relief Factor, and I keep on going. Getting more yard work done, housework, cooking done. It's like I, I have now turned into the Energizer Bunny, and I've got more stamina than, than ever before. Uh, you've given my life back to me uh, as we all get a little bit older. Uh, we start thinking, you know, what, what what are these aches and pains all about? I just can't go like I used to go. Everything's shutting down. Uh, my goodness. Uh, relieffactor.com uh, is where you go to get a three-week supply for nineteen ninety-five. relieffactor.com or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. The reason why we do that three-week um, uh, starter kit is because um, you'll know in three weeks whether this is working for you or not, and it's all natural, and you can take it every day just like a multivitamin. Uh, so, Bubba, let's now move. Uh, it, did you try the NBA last the night? The NBA returned to the hardwood did, last did, did night. You, did you in try the new it? bubble format? I swung by there, mm-hmm. and uh, I saw uh, all the kneeling during the national anthem. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, I just I know I hear what people are saying, and they say it's not about the flag or the you know whatever, but. There's just some point of patriotism that I can't fully let go of, and that's that's kind of where it is for me. Um, I, see, I would I I look at it different, and and I can't look at it from from uh, you know the African American perspective because I'm not. But um, I, I, and I I know there's a lot of issues that I agree we need to work on and are trying to work on, um, but. You know, I, I kind of look at the United States and that national anthem as the the fact that we we ended slavery. We overcame it. Uh, we corrected mistakes. Uh, but I, I don't know, you know, coming from a, a military family, uh, my dad served in World War II, uh, and we were always taught to, to respect the flag and the anthem and the country. And uh, 
enjoy our First Amendment rights that it stands for, but the two just never really, you know, overlapped. I've never been a flag burner either. Uh, been big on that. Um, so I, I just, I don't know. It's just, a, it's just a big turnoff for me. I, I'm gonna have to give it thumbs down. Well, I, I will say this, uh, but uh, and I, you know, I can't logic. I understand the yeah. logic. I hear what people are saying, yeah. and I understand the issues, uh, and. I understand the feelings, and if I was in their shoes, I might, you know, even feel stronger about it. But um, that, that's just kind of where I have to draw the line, I guess. I, I don't. It's just I can't lie about it. Yeah. Well, if you go to um, there, there's a video that's circulating out there, and I and I can't, uh, we can't play it because of some of the language that's in it. it. It's from Harrison, Arkansas, which is the headquarters of the Ku Klux Klan. I didn't know that. I know they had a headquarters. I didn't either. That's what they're saying. Maybe that's not true. So I apologize. Maybe they just claim to be. Maybe they claim to be that. But somebody went out there that was uh, that was Caucasian and held up a Black Lives Matter sign and then recorded all the stuff people were screaming at him as they went by in the cars. If you think that racism is dead, you might want to watch that video because it clearly isn't. Right. Uh, but right. Man, and yeah, I, nobody I ever that. said it was. No, and we know that. But what I'm saying is, I don't. But want, that doesn't represent. What a whole I'm saying is, no, it doesn't. And what I was going to say is to your point. But that still doesn't mean, uh, you know, we, we certainly need to eradicate it wherever it is. But I would say that some of this is actually making people take it less serious. And we've said that a thousand times, and I stand by that, uh, because they see things that don't appear to be racist to them being treated like racism. And then they say, oh, well, that must be what it is, when it's not. If you want to see what it is, go watch the video right That's there we're real, showing. Yeah. Go watch that. And you'll see that some of the stuff that we're protesting really isn't um, – isn't racism. So I wouldn't show that because some of the things that are going to even ride into the screen are going to be tough to see. But what I'm saying is, but back to the flag. Here's the only thing I don't like is when people attempt to have it both ways. They want to have their cake and eat it too. It's an old saying. I, I hate to respectfully disagree about it's not about the flag because Colin Kaepernick and, and LeBron says, I hope we made Cap proud. Colin Kaepernick told us it was about the flag. Yeah, I mean, that's what he said. So now we've kind of changed the narrative because we realize that it really upsets some people when because of the, the way the flag is seen, to your point, Bubba, like with your dad that, that fought in World War II, and they see it as disrespectful, uh, and they're saying you can certainly still protest any racial inequality uh, in our country that still exists. Let, let's, let's run it completely out of this country. I don't think that's ever going to happen because you have fallen people, and sometimes people are just evil. And maybe the church you know, should lead on this, and just call racism what it is, it's sin. But then you try to do that, and then you see us being forced to try to say that racism is sin, but then we're trying to be pulled over and asked to support things that are also sin inside the Black Lives Matter organization. Right. You know, and so you, you, if we would just get on the same page, these kind of things, in my opinion, don't help because uh, it, it's just a bad idea uh, to kneel during the national anthem because you lose so many ears that you want to hear the message of things that need to be yeah. dealt with, you you turn them off, and uh, and and I think that I just don't think it's good strategy. And there's been African Americans that have said the very same thing. They they agree as well. But this thing of we're saying let's make Cap proud, and it's not about the flag. If I recall correctly, and I'm open to be corrected, that Colin Kaepernick said he chose the national anthem because he wanted to r- make people realize that that flag flies over racial injustice especially involving law enforcement, 
and he cannot stand for a flag that represents that. I'm sorry mm-hmm. if I remember in general that's what he said. I, I think that's pretty close. Yeah, um, and and so that now we're trying to say, well, it's not about the flag. Well, then don't do it during the national anthem. It's not about the flag. <clears throat> Here is the thing: don't do, it, I thought, don't do it during flag time. I, I thought really, uh, I was pleasantly surprised with the way that baseball did it. I thought that was probably a good way to do it. They knelt. They had their, uh, you know, their their moment and said something about it, and then they stood for the national anthem, which I think was a more appropriate way to do it. You got the attention. You got to yeah. uh, uh, express your First Amendment rights, but then you stood for the uh, for the anthem for the most part. I know some teams didn't, but the opening night, the one I saw. Did. Well, the key is this: is you you establish a narrative. You establish the, here's the here are the examples that prove that our narrative is true. Here's what we propose that needs to be done in order for us to accomplish what we want to accomplish with given protests, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And and then if you 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 lay out saying this this and this should be done, and if those things were done, we think that would now appease what well, not appease because you don't want to try to appease people. What you want to do is try to say, all right, we 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 hear what you're saying, we'll address it. But I think where we're kind of confused right now is I'm not sure, especially when you get into some of the stuff in the cities, and maybe I'm just goofy, I could just be stupid, is I don't really understand, like, if I walked outside and my city was full of people, uh, and I'm not even going to talk about the anarchists and the rioters because no one should justify them, okay? But I walk out and I see these mobs in the streets every every day, every night. I'm, I'm trying to figure out if we did blank, then everyone would disperse and say that's what we wanted. What what is actually I don't under I don't understand I think I understand the the narrative that's being attempted to to be pointed at and to confirm. But then I'm saying what should we do? You can't say in this country we believe that Derek Chauvin and people like him should be removed from law enforcement and we go, yeah, okay, I agree. And I don't know that anybody disagrees with that, but you still have to have a trial. You still have yeah. to you have you still have to work through it. We believe that the policeman with Brianna Taylor should be held accountable. Well, I know that one's been fired and the others uh, will have their day, but the the process still has to take place. So it it's almost like there's a protest happening over something that they want to happen that seems to actually be happening. And now, when you get into I want to abolish the police and defund the police, uh, you know maybe some are standing there saying that's what we want. I would have to respectfully disagree with that because I think that's just going to lead to more trouble. I, I'm for addressing the problematic people or maybe evil people that are in law enforcement that shouldn't be there, and, and our podcast talks about that this weekend with a fellow officer. Yeah, I think we had a moment in time when George Floyd was murdered that you had universal support for change, for things to be done, for them to look further into it, but it got sidetracked with the violence with some of these protests, uh, some of the things dealing with sports, and and you've lost you've lost your momentum on it because, as a matter of fact, you've probably made race relations worse than they used to be. I, I think it has been set back with a lot of people. Sadly, yeah, I know. When we had a moment in time yeah. that we could have really made progress on racism, on policing, on uh, s- uh, systematic and systemic. Uh, issues in our society, but we I think we've lost that moment because the riders uh, overtook that, and now what we're seeing in sports, 
um, it's just it's turned off a lot of people, made them very sour to. Well, and the organization, and, and that's a shame. It shouldn't have happened, but it, that is what's happened. And the organization, Black Lives Matter, not not the sentiment. The oh or, yeah, the, that, that's the, a, yeah, that's the organization has also caused a lot of problems. Every time when I see people that probably the people you want to say I'm going to join this protest and I want to be in leadership to help, you know, solve be the, part of the change. And then you, you know what you hear in all their speeches. I, I, I'm going to read to you what it says on the website of Black Lives Matter. And so, see, that's taking everybody in a different direction. And somebody needs to have the courage who are peaceful protesters that want to say, we still got work to do in this country involving racism and bigotry and an uneven playing field. And, and we have to denounce the organization Black Lives Matter and remove ourselves from them. And I think you would probably have a more attentive audience. Because it's easy for people that don't want to deal with this to go read that website and go, well, I'm out. I ain't being, I, I'm not sporting that. And see, that's a mistake. And then those. they go to sports because they want to get away from it, and they see what they consider the national anthem and the flag being disrespected. And a lot of them have family ties, too, and they're like, I'm out. And they see I'm that out. and they see that on the shirt. They go to the website. They read the stuff, and they miss the message completely. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes to the top of the hour. We'll talk to Span about the hurricane coming up next hour. For those of you that may be wondering about that, especially if you're going to be in around the Bahamas. So we'll hit that. Uh, also, uh, I'm drinking out of uh, a Rick and Bubba. Greg, what do you think about old camp mug over here? It's metal. Oh, I like that. You like old camp mug? Yeah. And what, these were actually in the Father's Day boxes, but we had more of these than we had boxes. I like the camp So I, I found out from uh, from our store yesterday as uh, we were you know enjoying the new Rick and Bubba puzzle and and we'll talk about that coming up a little bit later on. The playing cards, and we got the new beach towel and the bucket hat, and got some other items that are still to come. But Are your bucket uh, head. But but anyway, so I, <laughs> I I was like, well, let me see one of those because I I never I saw pictures of them, but I never put my hands on one because I wanted all the Father's Day boxes to have them. And uh, so this is the this is the it's an enamel. It's hard to say campfire enamel? mug, meaning it's metal. How are you on metal coffee mugs? You like them? You like them okay? Yeah. I mean, I'm do they hold the heat like the yeah, ceramic yeah. ones do? Yeah. I picture myself sitting there on the fire, heating it up. So well, I, I have picture been. myself doing. But there's only like 11 of these left. I like them 10 cups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just saw I just saw where there may be 10 now. Oh, but boy. anyway, if you if you want to just get one of these on your own, mm-hmm. a little metal, if you're like a Rick and Bubba coffee mug collector, here's a enamel metal one, a little, mm-hmm. little campfire. Yeah. little campfire mug with Rick and Bubba logo on it. You can put a lot of coffee in that one. All right, so the the thing I want to – I just want to finish these two things because I, I, we certainly have strife in our country right now concerning racism and all this stuff, and it's back, and it's prominent, and there's work that needs to be done. So this thing of the kneeling for the national anthem by the NBA, saying it's not about the flag and we hope we make Cap proud, um, I did step out, but I remembered, I said, I want to be sure I remember that Colin Kaepernick actually said it, it absolutely is about the flag, and Speedy found the quote. Yeah, there's a publication Saturday, August 27th, 2016, after a preseason loss to Green Bay at Levi's Stadium on Friday night, he was talking to NFL media in an exclusive interview after the game. He said, I'm not going to stand up to show pride in a flag for a country that oppresses black people and people of color. So, so I'm not going to stand for the what? Flag. So the flag stands for what? Uh, the, our country. And, and he, but what does he say? Oh, he, said, he says the flag uh, – he says, I'm not going to stand up to show pride in a flag – for a country that oppresses black people and people of color. That sounds like it's about the flag to me. Because he said the flag represents the country, and the country represents oppression. 
Is that not what he said? That, did y'all not just hear his quote? That's what he said. But now we're trying to say, well, that's kind of bad PR, so we want to do this, and if you're upset, we say it's not about the flag. Well, then don't do it during the flag time. You can still bring attention to it, just like the Major League Baseball did. So I guess, Bubba, you, did you stay with the game? No, I did. Yeah. I did. I had something else that uh, I had to get done. So Right. So and, away from and, I, yeah, and now we've been – it's just like – and then we go to this thing about we'll get into college football after we talk to mm-hmm. Spam, but now they're doing some things too we'll talk about. And, and another thing on, on things that, that are not going to um, the help. Mm-hmm. You know, we found out yesterday that secretly that uh, a new district attorney uh, who is African-American was going to revisit the Michael Brown case – Right, you know the the I had my hands up, hands up, don't shoot. Of course, yes. we found out right. that that he didn't because of of people who uh, finally said I was there. That didn't happen, and that that included witnesses who were African American. Uh, and so the the prosecutor in, in St. Louis County uh, said that he was going to go reinvestigate this again because it's a it's a new prosecutor now, um, and he said I'm going to go and I'm going to finally bring this officer what he thought to justice. Uh, and uh, so the um, the prosecuting attorney, Wesley Bale, who became the county's first black prosecutor in January 2019, uh, wanted to reopen the case, so he began to go secretly to see if he could find evidence different than the evidence that was presented, which meant he was never brought to trial because evidence did not warrant the trial. Now, this man, this officer's life, of course, uh, is destroyed uh, no matter what happens, but he's never uh, been... Uh, prosecuted or found guilty of doing anything that would warrant him being put in jail. Um, and it's a sad story, and we hate it. Uh, and so yesterday, this uh, prosecutor announces, and this is what this is where we got problems, and we, got, we have to be willing to, to say the truth and move on. A five-month investigation into the case. He said evidence, witness statements, and forensic reports. He came to the conclusion we cannot prove that he committed murder or manslaughter. All right, so we looked at it again. And here, let me say the quote. We cannot prove he committed murder or manslaughter, which is why he wasn't charged the first time. Right. And then he says a phrase that I cannot, I will not accept. But this doesn't mean that this man's been exonerated. <laughs> well, well, that's exactly what, what it means. This is all we have to go on. Hey, wait a minute. If you accuse me of something, and then there's no evidence to support it, and you come out and say the evidence does not point to this taking place, but that doesn't mean you're exonerated of what we all think you did. Well, yes, it does. Well, don't follow, follow his words. He said he can't, it, it, they can't prove that he did it. He's already right. putting doubt in you right there. Right. Which sure. Is, which he should go. The evidence shows that it, that it wasn't murder. That should be the end of it. Well, what, what else do we have to do? See, and this is the problem. See, when, when, when you have – a situation where someone in law enforcement does something that seems to be racially motivated, it seems to be evil. Uses and it's, deadly force. Uses yeah. deadly force. See, now the people who, who will say, well, look what they tried to do that to the guy in the, uh, in the, with Michael Brown. And see, they're not all. See, there are cases that police need to be held accountable and they need to be charged. Yeah. And then there's cases where the evidence says they shouldn't be. And this is one, and we keep clinging to it, where – Evidence, witnesses, forensics prove that this officer did not do anything that he was accused of doing. It's an unfortunate, horrible situation. It was a justified killing. It, it was a justified yeah. killing of him protecting himself against somebody who went after his gun, okay, that, was, that was, had committed a crime when he got there. 
So it's okay to say in this particular case, it doesn't mean that that there's never a case of it. It does, Rick, it's let, like George Floyd. Let this case go. George yeah. Floyd's killer should be prosecuted. This guy, it was ruled justifiable. He shouldn't be. And, and we got to let the facts of each case stand on its own merit. We can't live in a world when someone's exonerated that we say, well, he's not exonerated. Why? Well, just cause. No, no, no. If the man's, if the man is, if no evidence, no forensics, no witnesses point to him breaking the law, and you say we want him to be accused of breaking the law, and the evidence doesn't show that, then they are exonerated. Yeah. Top of the hour. Bubba, Rick and Bubba.